the Brexit vote. Coverage continues now on Bloomberg Radio. So as Charlie Pellet just so ably reported, it does look like the vote to remain in the EU has edged out Brexit. We will not know for hours, but this is the latest. And when you have Nigel Farage, who's been such a loud and important voice, urging voters to say no to the EU, if he says it looks like Remain has won, it seems like a very powerful indicator to all of us who are listening and watching. So if the EU is not going to see the exit of the UK, what does it mean for the global economy? What does it mean for the US economy? And in fact, what does it mean for global central banks? We're going to put all this to Bill Poole. He is former president of the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis, senior fellow at the Cato Institute joining us now. Bill, welcome back. Thank you, Kathleen. So what's your immediate uh, reaction to this? Well, my reaction is, uh, first of all, it looks like uh, Remain wins. Uh, I follow the betting odds, and uh, they have now gone to uh, 12 to 1 uh, for Remain. Uh you mentioned uh, it, it looks like it's going to be a 52-48 split uh, percentage-wise. Uh, that's a fairly healthy margin. I think it's good that it's not just eking out a bare a bear win. It appears that the uh, one of the results is going to be that the uh, the EU is going to have to respond to the uh, fervor with which the uh, Leave campaign uh, proceeded in the U.K. Uh, a lot of people in the U.K. are uh, fed up with the regulatory burden that comes from the EU. Uh, it, it's important to understand that the EU has uh, – use this very nice-sounding uh, word, they want to harmonize regulations, but a lot of what that is about is that the French want to saddle other countries with the same unsatisfactory labor market rules, for example. The Hollande government in France, elected as a socialist government, has been backtracking to a degree that backtracking has led to labor disputes in uh, France, been some strikes recently. So I think there's going to be, uh, should be some uh, soul searching here. And uh, the UK needs to come forward with a, a very positive program of uh, reform for the, U- for the EU. It's becoming a scleric. Uh, growth rates are low. Unemployment hangs high in most of the EU. Uh, reforms are really needed, and that, that's what the uh, Leave uh, people uh, were saying, that we're fed up with this. Bill Poole, I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit about demographics, not only when it comes to the United Kingdom, but to the European Union at large, because as part of the UGov poll results. They are saying that people under the age of 24 were three to one for remaining in the European Union, while those over the age of 50 voted to leave. That's not going to change after the results are in tomorrow morning, is it? No, that's not going to change. Um, Actually, 
because the older people are gradually dying off, the fraction of the population that remembers and was governed by the um, UK before it joined the EU, uh, that population is uh, declining uh, as people age and die. So I would guess that the allegiance to the EU among the voting public uh, in in the UK uh, will rise. But that's not going to satisfy a lot of the underlying concerns. And I would guess also that as the younger people uh, achieve more responsibility various places in their career uh, for, for actually senior positions in businesses, large and small, they will see the burden that is imposed by the EU and they will uh, gravitate towards an appreciation of what the leave position was all about. So we'll see how that plays out. I just have to ask you, Bill, uh, Janet Yellen, Fed chair, actually other central bank heads have said they're really waiting to see what happens with the Brexit vote. Looks like the Brevain vote may be prevailing. At the very least, do we say now, well, Janet Yellen, you said you better watch out because there might be financial market volatility that could tighten financial conditions, hold off on an interest rate increase, and said she was very specific. It had a big influence at the last meeting. This opened the door wider to a rate hike for Janet Yellen and the Fed? I suppose so, but one of the things that's rather surprising about this, look, when was this election scheduled? Uh, over a year ago, wasn't it? So why is it that just now the uh, Janet Yellen and Federal Reserve is becoming concerned and using that as a reason to um, delay consideration of a rate hike? Uh, it, it seems to me that uncertainty has been out there uh, for at least a year. It's getting it, we've gotten closer to it. Uh, isn't the Fed supposed to look ahead? Well, I think maybe they're worried about the financial market impact being more because if it, 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 I don't think people took it seriously that it would happen when they did for a while, the Fed said, "Woo, that's maybe a horse of a different color." The the, the polling results and the uh, the betting results have for quite some months indicated that leave was a had have some probability put on it uh, that's not a recent development okay that didn't just happen bill Poole, just to uh inform you the unemployment rate in the united kingdom right now is about five percent and the pound sterling is strengthening against the euro up more than half a percent up more than eight-tenths of a percent against the U.S. dollar. Uh, the yen weakening, the Swiss franc weakening. Will any of this change Mark Carney, uh, head of the Bank of England's position on interest rates? There was an interesting chart, uh, I think it was in the Wall Street Journal this morning, showing uh, per capita GDP in the U.K., relative to uh, some, uh, I guess it was France and, and Germany. And the U.K. has been pulling out ahead. The U.K. has been pulling out ahead. The economy has been performing better. That's not to say that it's great, but it has been performing better. And I think that if, the, if, this, uh, if this leave campaign leads, to, leads the U.K. to 
promote more structural reform, more pro-market, pro-growth reform, that's going to speed up growth and it will justify, uh, require, indeed, interest rate increases in, uh, for coming, uh, in coming quarters. Now, of course, a lot of people talked about, Mark Carney, Mark Carney, excuse me, who's the governor, of the head of the Bank of England, has been pounding the table about how damage is already done to the U.K. economy. Uh, is that uh, insufficient to slow down an in- interest rate increase for the BOE, the Bank of England? I, 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 the, the damage already done, uh, I think that's pretty small. There's been some uncertainty. Uh, I don't see any evidence of uh, huge disruption. Um it, you know, significant investment projects on hold, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I think that he's probably overstating uh, damage already done, and uh, that will disappear uh, from the uh, equation pretty quickly. Thank you very much for joining us. Bill Poole is former president of the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis. He is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute continuing coverage right here on Bloomberg on the Brexit vote. The polls are closed in the United Kingdom to determine whether the country will remain in the European Union or will leave. This is Bloomberg Radio.